Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for listening. This is Embodied Astrology, and this is your host, Renee Sills. I'm a Sensate Intuitive, consulting astrologer, somatic movement educator, and social practice artist. Embodied Astrology is my ongoing project that researches and explores tropical astrology as a means to better understand ourselves, our relationships, our environment, our sacredness, and our potential in participation with politics and social change. Every month, I offer audio horoscopes and written affirmations for all 12 signs at the new and full moons, forecasts and interpretations of the current and upcoming astrology, and guided somatic meditations and embodiment practices that help you work with the current astrology for your integration and benefit. Along with these regular free offerings, I also offer embodied astrology research journals for each zodiac season. Usually beginning around the 20th day of each month, these journals work with the shifting seasonal light, lunar cycles, and planetary transits, and are meant to help you learn more about how astrology works as an earth and body-based language, and how to use it as a tool for planning, scheduling, and observation. The journals are available as a one-time purchase, or you can get them every month for free by signing up to become a monthly donor at embodiedastrology.com. You can donate at any amount per month, and along with the journals, you'll receive special offers and discounts for classes, workshops, and other events. Today's episode was recorded on February 4th, 2019, the day of the new moon in Aquarius. In the intro segment, I talk briefly about the new moon and its most important aspects, as well as the next two weeks of this lunar cycle as we approach February 19th's full moon in Virgo. You can also find your audio horoscopes where I'll break down the most potent and powerful aspects of this new moon and its challenges and opportunities for all 12 signs. The guided meditation is called Getting to Know Your Nervous System. It's a movement and embodiment practice that includes simple physical and awareness exercises to connect and work with your nervous system, including stimulation, release, quieting, calming, balancing, and attunement. If you love this work and want to help support it to continue, please share it with your friends and networks. Click the likes and the heart buttons, leave comments, write reviews, rate it five stars, and of course, one-time and recurring financial donations are so appreciated, and 100% of what you give goes right back to this project and continuing to make it better. To find links to all the offerings and information on upcoming events, to donate, or to learn more about me or this project, please visit embodiedastrology.com. Thank you so much for listening and for your support. Now, on to the astrology. Hello, hello. Thanks so much for listening. Happy new moon. I am recording this a little before noon on Monday, February 4th. It's the day of the new moon. Um, The new moon will be exact in just about an hour here on the West Coast of the United States. And um, I'm excited to be recording today. I've spent the last week working on this episode, recording your horoscopes, um, preparing the meditation, recording that, and thinking a lot about this episode and um, recording it once, recording it twice. Now I'm here doing it the third time. It's interesting just to be in this process of uh, creating something, creating a podcast, and um, thinking about the way that it gets disseminated, like it gets listened to. And I think that that's a a great place to start for this new moon in Aquarius, because Aquarius as a symbol is the symbol of the group and the collective. And it's the opposite sign of the symbol Leo, and Leo is the symbol of the self. And so anytime we're putting ourselves out to (laughs) the people, um, there's a lot of thoughts 
that go along with that. A lot of thinking, um, like, are they going to like it? How are they going to feel about it? Is the thing that I'm saying making sense or the thing that I'm doing, is it being well-received, etc.? At least that's my experience of it. And the thinking about the group can lead to a, a whole lot of things. Um, in my experience, it can lead to a lot of anxiety and overthinking. That happens to me quite a lot. And um, it can also lead to the desire, like the desire to be accepted by the group. And so um, there's always a fine line that I feel between um, just really expressing myself, feeling very authentic in the expression, and then thinking about, well, what do people want to hear? And especially as uh, this podcast has been going on for a couple of years now, I find myself in this place of um, thinking about expectation and, oh, you know, people expect this of me, so then I need to, to do it. And particularly now, this year, um, as a lot of you have heard in the previous podcast, as I'm going through some changes in my own um, rhythm and flow and desire uh, with embodied astrology and how I want to work with it, the idea that I'm going to change something is also starting to come up. And now the feeling of, okay, I have to um, let something new emerge is a little bit of a, a struggle, actually a lot of a struggle <laughs> to let something change and to feel that I'm staying current with myself and my own interests, um, to feel that I'm shaping this offering around whatever is alive for me and that it's not something that I'm doing for any reason other than that, actually. And I think that Aquarius is such a perfect symbol of this as the symbol of the collective and the group and also as a symbol uh, in medical astrology of the nervous system. Aquarius is a sign that teaches us about how to be in relationship and it teaches us to be aware of our impulses and these are individual impulses like I want that, I don't want that, I should say this, you know, this kind of thing. And then how our individual impulses become a collective experience or become um, momentum within the collective experience and then how we in turn respond to that. And so there's a lot of back and forth between the, the self, the person, um, the, the heart, which is represented in Aquarius's opposite sign, Leo, and then connectivity. Can we feel our impact? Can we pay attention to the people around us, to our environments? Can we be responsive? What's the place between attention and responsiveness um, and then being fake, you know, being uh, whatever we think the group might want or really being ourselves and then really being ourselves and the line between that and... Um, being sensitive to how people are perceiving and um, receiving us. So a lot of, of um, personal metaphors for me with today's new moon. And it's a new moon that's right in the middle of the sign. Um, or I should say the season. Tropical astrology is a seasonal-based um, practice. It's not necessarily 
having to do with the constellations. So sign is a little bit of a misnomer. Aquarius in the tropical understanding is a season. So we're right in the middle of this season. Today is the new moon. It's a new beginning. And in the middle of the season, we have the shifting point. And I think of it actually a little bit as a breaking point, which is the feeling of accumulated tension um, that comes from the previous sign, Capricorn, the desire to put something into form. And then uh, we're moving into the next sign, Pisces, which is where everything dissolves and form completely dissolves. And so at this moment in the middle of Aquarius, we break with the form and we do something new. And the way that I was talking about Aquarius, um, I think in the last podcast, and I've definitely talked about it like this quite a lot, is the movement from the kind of, of thinking and mental energy that is very form-based, where we go, this is the rule, this is how I need to act, this is what's right, this is what's wrong, into the kind of thinking that is free freedom, that is uh, liberatory. And we look at the form and say, I don't need to do it that way anymore. I can change. I can shift. That form needs an update. And Aquarius as a sign is completely associated with this kind of event. So it's associated with inventions, with experimentation, and with aha moments. And today's new moon, um, this feeling is so strong because of the most significant aspects that it makes. So the new moon is conjunct uh, the planet Mercury and Lilith, which is the lunar apogee. It's basically the shadow of the moon. And Mercury is a symbol of the mind and the more conscious or cognitive thought. And Lilith is a symbol that I read as the ways that we experience rejection and exclusion. And of course, we experience it, all of us experience it on both sides of being, um, you know, feeling stigmatized, feeling cast out, feeling demonized, and then all of us have experienced doing that to other people. And so some of the big questions that I have for this new moon are, how do I include myself? The parts of me that, that I cast out and exclude or demonize or don't like and think that they're wrong or that other people won't like them, how do I include those parts? Is there a way that I can uh, be more fully with myself and include the parts of me that I don't like uh, as much, at least in my awareness, you know, at least in the sense that I'm not turning away from them. And in Aquarius, what I think that this really means is that we include our shadow and our awareness. And this is really Lilith's symbol. Uh, it's the shadow of the moon as a symbol. It um, is an encapsulation of what has been cast out and demonized and therefore put into the shadow. We can't see it. And if we're going to be thinking about uh, the metaphor of Aquarius and collectives and the individual um, participation with collectives, our shadow sides are so important. And when we don't, um, you know, take the feedback of the group or try and be as responsive as possible to the group, 
um, then the shadow sides become pretty dysfunctional. And so as a creator, as a content producer, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about in the last couple of weeks. Um, after the last podcast where I shared a, a personal story that you may have heard, I got a lot of feedback. And most of the feedback I got was really supportive and really positive. And then some of the feedback I got was really interesting. It wasn't actually about that podcast, though it came the day after it was released. It was about something that happened a number of years ago, but um, it was a person giving me some pretty hard feedback to hear. And so I've been sitting with that for the last couple of weeks. And and my first response was to be very like defensive against it and frustrated. And it was this experience that I think a lot of us have of being like, yeah, you're not, you know, you're saying this to me, but like, you don't understand where I was coming from. And as I've sat with it, it's like my nervous system has gone through its own shifts. And it's gone from a place of defensiveness and pushing away towards softness and including and kind of a non-personalization a little bit. Like, okay, how can I hear this without um, going into an ego battle? What's valuable in this feedback and how can I integrate it? And this is actually the kind of feeling I have for this new moon in general. Like, how do we bring ourselves fully into the moment? And the moment is a moment where collectively, globally, we need to shift into a new way of being. That's obvious. You know, we need to shift our economics. We need to shift our policies. We need to shift our relationship to environment, to consumerism. We need to shift our relationship to relationships. If we don't do these things as a species, um, we will continue to move towards increased suffering and chaos for our own kind. And eventually, probably not too long, we'll exterminate ourselves. I mean, we've basically been given an eviction notice from the climate science community. And um, there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now. So like, we've got to figure out how to step it up And a lot of people are working on it in a lot of different ways. But if we're going to shift, it's going to have to be a collective shift. And one of the things that I think is really most important is understanding um, our shadow sides. And so, you know, it's this idea of impact is more important than intention. I don't know if I believe that, but I think that there's, or I don't know if I believe that fully, but I think there's definitely some truth to it, which is that we can have a lot of great intentions, but if we don't see the shadow, then the impact, you know, may or may not be anything close to what our intention is going to be. And seeing the shadow is something that's important right now. So that's part of the theme of this, this new moon is, as I see it, um, what kinds of new ideas, forms, and relationships are ready to come in? Um, what, what can I meet? You know, where can I be met um, as I am? And how can I soften my nervous system in order to accept and receive the information that I get? Um, And then this message to notice the instinct to cast out, to demonize, to reject and banish parts of ourselves and other people. Um, I have that instinct like all the time. So I imagine you do too. 
<laughs> but it's an important one to look at right now. So the rulers of this new moon in Aquarius are Saturn and Uranus. Um, we can look to them to get a little bit more information about what the new moon themes are. Saturn is in Capricorn currently and all year, all 2019, it's in an applying conjunction to Pluto, the god of death. So we have the god of form and the god of death coming together. And the message here is that there is not time to waste. Trivial matters have got to go. If things don't matter, get rid of them. I'm not at all surprised that, you know, this is the time when Marie Kondo has become such an important cultural figure. I love her message. If something doesn't bring you joy, thank it and let it go. That includes objects that you own. It includes relationships. It includes jobs. Okay. Like if something is not bringing you joy, say thank you and let it go. The only time I get, you know, it's like, I said relationships, and then I'm thinking like, hmm, I don't know if you can do that with your kids or like people that you're caretaking. But if you have the capacity to do that, do it. And to go back to what I was saying previously, um, you know, within any relationship or any kind of complex situation, there are, of course, mindsets and behaviors and attitudes that may not be bringing us joy. So don't hold on to what's dead. You know, if you find that you're like really clutched onto something, you're trying to control it. This is a a, a total sign that you're working um, with your nervous system in the wrong, well, in a way that's not productive. Is if you feel really controlling, or if you're trying to defend against something a lot, like if you're trying to control its outcome, or if you're trying to keep it away from you. Either of those states are states of, of nervous system hardness, and it's a non-receptivity. So if you find that that's coming up in situations in your life, do the guided meditation for this month. Um, check out the, the series of meditations that I offer and um, think deeply. You know, Talk to friends, talk to therapists, think deeply about how can you shift uh, into a space where you're not spending as much energy on what's trivial. The uh, modern ruler of Aquarius is Uranus, and Uranus is in, today, it's in the last arc seconds of uh, 28 degrees Aries. On Thursday, it's going to move into the very last sign of Aries, 29 degrees. It'll be there for a month, and then on March 6th, it moves into Taurus, where it will travel for the next seven years. Um, Any areas of life that are Aries ruled in your chart? So whatever house Aries rules, um, the last seven years since 2011, they've been under renovation. And now, uh, and then the next month you are reaching completion in those updates. So it's the last impulses of, um, themes that have, you know, basically been going on since 2011. And, in the last week, we had a really important um, moment in this astrology when Mars um, squared Pluto between the 31st of January and the 2nd of February. And Mars is in Aries, and Uranus is in Aries. And between 2012 and 2015, Uranus was squared to Pluto. And so if in the last couple of days, you have had um, stuff come up in your awareness that feels aggressive angry, um, volatile. These are really important sensations to pay attention to and um, to, to start to let them reveal to you like, okay, what is actually ready to let go? Like I was saying before, like it is time to let things go. 
if things are coming up for you that are really creating a lot of friction in your life, and if these themes are old, like seven years old, look at them now. What have you learned? And particularly think back to the summer of 2017 and the spring of last year, kind of around April of 2018. The themes that were happening then are now being revisited and they're being completed. And this is a really good time to... Uh, Engage all the practices that you can to to help things clear out and to help them clear out in the least destructive way possible. And sometimes it, it really feels like things need to kind of blow up and sometimes they might, but, you know, it's just always something that I want to offer, which is to take care of yourself and don't uh, make things worse if possible for yourself or for other people. And this is kind of especially um, emphasized and underlined with the aspects that the new moon makes. So the new moon is making two sextile aspects. One is to Mars, and Mars happens to be conjunct Eris in Aries. Um, And this conjunction is very volatile. So again, upswellings of anger, agitation um, could be present for a lot of us. There's also definitely an energizing element to this aspect. And so if you have a chart where this is positively aspected by other placements, it may feel like momentum. It may feel just like a ton of energy and a kind of like go-getter attitude, which is great. Um, There's also a sextile with Jupiter. And in this sextile, there's a lot of ideas that are coming up, a lot of possibilities of what could be, um, but also an emphasis on personal beliefs and morals. So quick summary, um, as we move into the changes that are coming, and there will be a lot of changes for most people this year, what is motivating your change? Um, what kind of momentum, what kind of uh, fire of passion, what kind of beliefs and what kind of morals. The sextile aspects are in fire, Sagittarius and Aries. Fire signs are personal, but they're aspecting the new moon and Aquarius and Aquarius is the collective. So when your personal desires um, for change serve and participate with the collective, they are much more supported than when your personal desires for change are really focused on just you personally. So try and see them um, as the same thing, that who you are is part of a community and a collective, and that that collective and community is very much something that lives in you. And as one changes, uh, the other can change. Brief update for the next couple of weeks. Um, Tomorrow on February 5th, we've got the beginning of the Chinese uh, Lunar New Year. It's the year of the Earth Pig. I'm not a Chinese astrologer at all. I've been reading a little bit uh, on the internet, and you should too get on there. And if anyone who's listening is um, well-versed in Chinese astrology and wants to send me info, I'll post it on Instagram. On the 7th, we move towards... uh, Sun, um, Jupiter sextile and a sextile with Mercury in Aquarius and Mars in Aries. So the next couple of days, lots of energy, um, continuing with this new moon on the ninth Mercury will sextile Uranus. Um, so from basically the new moon day for the next four days, there's just a a lot of energy for change, a lot of ideas, a lot of collectivism energy. Um, It may be agitating in the nervous system. So once again, please check out the guided meditation Um, for this new moon. There's a lot of tools there to help you work with your nervous system. 
On February 10th, Mercury moves into Pisces, where it's going to stay for a while due to its upcoming retrograde in March. Um, When Mercury moves into Pisces, our thoughts do not travel linearly or logically. We do tend to get stronger in our intuition and creative and spiritual capacity. So that's a place to really focus on for the next month. And when you're doing things that require your logical mind to be on track, um, try and give yourself leeway, like make sure that you're double and triple checking things, try and give yourself options for editing and stuff like that. Be aware of communications that might come out in a very emotional way. And also be aware of reading into things, uh, because of whatever, like Mercury and Pisces is definitely not a time to make assumptions about other people. And so if things come up in your relationships and you're getting really sensey and thinking that all these things are happening, like journal about them or something, you know, try and have gentle conversations, ask questions, but it, you know, especially if this thing comes up that, always does, you know, where it's like, why are you looking at me that way? Or like, you said this, but you really meant that like, uh, um, (laughs) try and avoid those on the 12th and 13th of the month. Mars is conjunct Uranus. This is a really explosive combination. These days are so important that you are deep breathing, grounding your body, moving slowly and taking extra precaution with any kind of machinery or electronics please take care of yourself. It's probably going to be a really wacky day in the world and in the news. Um, In the United States, I don't know, this crazy guy that's running the country is saying that he's going to declare a state of emergency the day after Valentine's um, to build his wall. Talk about nervous system dysfunction, but um, who, who knows what's going to be happening around those days. Please protect yourself, take care of yourself. On, and, and protect and take care of other people. On February 14th, the planet Mars moves into Taurus. Um, Mars in Taurus works very slowly. So as Mars makes its ingress into Taurus, it'll be there for about two months. Um, it's a great time to, to shift attention into like home projects, anything that has to do with physicality, material, or earth. It's a wonderful time to get into your garden, great season to do that. Um, it's a great time to be in your body. Nice for Valentine's Day. It's a very sensual aspect, um, but it's not fast moving. So especially with the previous day's uh, conjunction to Uranus, just take it slow. On the 17th, Venus in Capricorn is sextile with Neptune, and then the Sun in Aquarius is sextile with Uranus. So really wonderful day, powerful day for um, imagination, creativity, and visioning on February 17th. On the 18th, Venus then goes on to conjunct Saturn. Um, The Sun moves into Pisces. Mercury is conjunct Neptune and Chiron moves into Aries. So on the day of the 18th, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Make sure to check in with me on Instagram and uh, I'll definitely do a post there. I'm going to offer uh, an online class for Chiron in Aries and you can find information about that class um, on my website under upcoming events and also links to this post. So if you're interested in understanding more about what Chiron and Aries is going to be, it's a nine-year transit, really powerful transit for working with ego and individual healing. Um, and 
I think self-realization and self-awakening. So that'll be an interesting class. I'll talk about astrology in the first part and then do embodiment work in the second part. Um, Check that out. And then on the 19th, we have a full moon in Virgo. So pretty packed next couple of weeks, a lot of exciting astrology. Um, The main takeaways are creative and um, spiritual and sensual all get a yes. Anything that's impulsive or feeling really urgent all gets a um, take deep breaths and move cautiously. If you're feeling a lot of anger and aggression, beware. Um, Just beware because that energy uh, is so strong in the atmosphere right now. And um, if that's something that you're resonating and vibrating as well, there's going to be a lot more charge around you and towards you. Um, And be careful driving. Be careful with accidents. Be careful with your heads. Aries rules the head and there's so much um, stimulation in this part of the chart um, or the zodiac right now. So be careful with your sweet little heads. Protect them. All right. So that's just a little mini update for the new moon astrology. Um, Please check out embodiedastrology.com where you can find the link to the article that I mentioned. You can find the link to the guided meditation. It's a great resource all through the month to work with um, all of this energy. You can also find information on this upcoming class for Chiron and Aries and um, the affirmation slash little love notes for all 12 signs with your horoscopes along with everything else that's on the website. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy and I will catch in, uh, touch in with you in a couple of weeks. Um, the next full moon in Virgo will also be a longer podcast and uh, forecast for Pisces season um, that will extend through mid-March. So check in with me then for a longer podcast and Astro Talk. And until then, take care, be well, be awesome and much love. Thanks for listening.